I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello, beautiful people, and welcome back to the show. I must apologize because I kept meaning to do this in the past couple of episodes um, to update you on uh, a previous customer, I was going to say. It's not a customer. Previous guest on the show, Hannah Mamlis. I promised you guys that I would go to the show and fill you in on how it went and all that, and I completely forgot about it because it's been flat out busy and all that stuff. But... I was going to tell you about the show. I went to see the show, and then I wanted to plug it on the next week's uh, podcast. We could plug it so you can all guys can go check out the show and all that kind of stuff. But you wouldn't have been able to go because it's sold out. What a tour de force the show was. She got four-star reviews from the Irish Times, the national newspaper here in Ireland. Um, and I went to see the show, and it was genuinely amazing. Talk about getting funny and dark um so it's funny and dark so well done it was an amazing performance a twist at the end that nobody sees coming um it was really quirky it was really funny there was all sorts of different ways of doing bits and pieces from doing stand-up to doing character stuff to doing um singing and dancing with the audience and all that it was absolutely fantastic it was brilliant and she well deservedly sold out the run of the show and went on to win an award. She won an award at the Dublin Fringe Festival, the Spirit of Wit Award. So I want to say congratulations to Hannah Mamelis. Well done. Uh, very, very, very well deserved. A fantastic show. Symphony of Worms, I'm sure, will be going on tour around the country. Um, so keep an eye out on Hannah or go back to the uh, podcast, episode number 26, and listen back to it. And you'll find out a little bit about what the show is about and the way that her mind works but um while the while the chat was fantastic on the podcast it does not do justice to the show so if it is coming uh, to a town near you or if it's going over to the uk i highly recommend you have a listen to the hannah mamless podcast i am delighted to say that this week i will be returning to cork the capital of the world collins in cork this october the 4th at 8 p.m i am going to be performing son of a preacher man and yeah down in collins and cork looking forward to it and also delighted to announce that the amazing roger o'sullivan is going to be opening for me he's going to be opening the show he's a fantastic comedian he just recently won the gong show in the comedy store in london the gong show is this horrendous uh, competition where you get on and you try not to be booed off by the audience and if you can survive five minutes of telling jokes then you you win you you beat the gong you're not gonged off stage then you're the king of the gong and um, so roger won that recently over in london which is an amazing achievement and he's going to be opening the show for me he's a fantastic comedian he's very um as i said to him myself he, he's like a cork mitch head hedberg 
Very funny jokes, punchlines coming out from places that you never expect. Very funny comic. Check him out on the social media, but delighted to have Roger on board for the show. I'm also going to be down to Limerick City. I'm going to be doing Dolan's down in Limerick on the 17th of October as well. Go on to hellostevo.com for tickets for that. And for the uh, the Cork gig, there's a few remaining tickets for the Cork gig. Um, oops, excuse me, I got hiccups all of a sudden. Get on to hellostevo.com and click on the links to buy tickets to the shows. And I will also be down in Waterford City as well on the 15th of November. Delighted to be going back there. Um, I did a preview there of Son of a Preacher Man and it was great crack. So looking forward to returning to Waterford as well. I think that's all the news. Um, I am gigging outside of that all over the place again. I'm doing. I'm, I'm getting down to Munster a lot. Um, I've just booked a couple of shows down in Tipperary. I've never gigged in Tipperary, and I was actually born in Tipperary, so looking forward to that. And I'm going to be down near Clonakilty at some stage soon as well. I'm just looking here at the calendar. Oh, oh, yeah, I'm over in London. I'm in London at the end of uh, October. From the 24th to the 28th, I'm going to be in London. I'm going to be doing Funny Feckers on the 24th. Fourth, I think, and on the 28th or the 27th, I'm going to be doing Angel Comedy Club. I'm delighted to be going back to those two clubs. They're kind of like the clubs that I started out in. So it's uh, great to get back to London um, and I will be hanging out with some of you guys over there. Delighted to go back again. Going to try and catch an Arsenal game as well. We shall see what happens. But anyway, on the podcast today, delighted, absolutely genuinely delighted to have Jenna back on the show. This is great crack, as you can hear, and we were delighted to see each other again. Um, so in this episode, we're chatting all things holiday. To, it turned into a bit of a film movie review and uh, how we both, we're both getting back into cinema again. Reviews of Tarantino's um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which was, I absolutely loved it. We have a great chat about that. We have a great chat about all sorts of bits and pieces. Food, food always comes up when it comes down to Jenna on the podcast sorry that sounds like an insult but it's not jenna you love food ladies and gentlemen welcome back say a big welcome back and send all your love to the wonderful jenna logan hey, you could change your filthy animals can we can we get a, a volume check on the slope? I think we're, we've got our volume right, so it's it's official. It's time to say, Jenna, welcome back to the show. Why, thank you. Here we are. It is so good to be. I haven't. So how long have we not seen each other in? I don't know. Too long, Steve. Too long. Too I think damn it was. Long. So we did them before I went to Edinburgh. It's July, man. We're like, no, we're no, no. You to- were back from Edinburgh. Yes. We, but you we, were just we, going we, to Portugal. Ah, uh, sorry. Yes, yeah, yes. We had the pre-holiday. Pre-holiday ones. Yeah. Went, went down a treat. Everyone was loving it. Yeah. I listened to bits and pieces from the beach. Oh, yeah. What's been what's been the response what from, have we the, been t- from the readers? <laughs> <laughs> They're enjoying it. People keep asking me about the anchois recipe. And, oh, uh, shit. Yeah, I have yeah. to get that We got to poach that okay, smelly anchois recipe. I promise people, even though um, we are uh, waning, the summer season is waning. Yeah, is that a, would you say that's a summery type of day? I mean, it's going to warm up the nostrils, so it might keep you from getting a cold, <laughs> wouldn't <true>. it? That's <laughs> true. It probably boosts the immune system. I mean, we have an immune system booster here in our hands. Oh, yeah. What, what have we got here? So, so it's today, a, a uh, I've broken out. I'm sure you like my stylish teapot. I do. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. That, that's something um, Alice in Wonderland about it because it's subtly quirky. I feel like it's Poirot goes to the country. <laughs> if he were to take he a really country break. made me spit break. my tea. I know. <laughs> that would have been brilliant. I'm like, Poirot goes tea. to the country. Yeah, yep. I, I feel you. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah. So this is my, uh, you know, one of my many eBay buys oh. that I have squirreled away in the Do you apartment. know where it came from? What country? France. From it's France. 
French. Ah, I have French. some of the dishes as well to match. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Oh, bitches. Anyway, uh, so yeah, we're drinking some ginger lemon roibush tea. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, it's there so, you go. We're looking at so healthy. Although the snacks that have gone with it, the diet has evidently gone out the That's fucking all over window. Now. That's yeah. over. From day one on the holiday, I was like, chomp, chomp, chomp. Um, <laughs> so on the these, holiday, yeah. These, I'm sure you're familiar with the peel of Nice. The famed what? peel of Nice. No. Nice is known for their candied peel. So this oh. is candied orange peel. And then... I've seen this in, in, in uh, like online cooking shows and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, okay. I'm obsessed with peel. That was my um, current food obsession. Oh, it's nice. I like that. Yeah, it is. Tasty. Yeah. And then this is chocolate covered ginger. Like candy oh, really? ginger actual ginger yeah that's wow. covered that's in chocolate powerful. and that's delicious i'm enjoying my peel yeah so did you bring these back from south france mm. oh my I did. god yeah no i did there's um, so much to talk about Jenna. i know <laughs> oh my god the, the readers are just dying they're gagging for it they're just like oh i've had nothing to listen to except top 40 radio casey Kasem's countdown oh casey Kasem. yeah exactly I mean? well jenna in the um, house um, so, well, you go first, because you left before I did. Did I went to Portugal, yeah. um, and, oh, man, did I love it. Well, I do want to hear about, so we, we both had some good beach time. Can I yeah. just say, mm. I did see you before the podcast, and Jenna said probably the nicest thing that's been said to me in a while. I walked into the shop, <laughs> and she said, oh, my God, Steve, and she goes, I'm surprised at how happy I am to see you. <laughs> <laughs> Which, actually, when you repeat it, doesn't sound like a compliment at all. It's like, yeah, what? no, I, at the time I took it as a massive compliment. Yeah, now that I've said it, I'm like, yeah, maybe it was. I'm surprised yeah, and so happy I am to see you. But actually, I did. I was genuinely like, well, there's Stephen. Yeah. And I was delighted. I had no idea I liked you so much. I guess that's what I'm saying. I, I was, was like, delighted. Oh. Well, I was delighted to see you because generally you're over in the other establishment. So I just called yeah. in there. I had a rice crispy chocolate cake in my yeah. head for some reason. I wouldn't call it a cake, is it? A rice crispy chocolate bar. Bar. A yes, bar. exactly. Correct. Bar. That's <laughs> like a real pirate there. And uh, they love their rice crispy bars. And as I was saying to you, when I I remember I was finishing it as I was crossing the road, going, I think I'm high. <laughs> <laughs> that sugar. That was quite the amount of sugar. Yeah, it, yeah. It was yeah. It was, per- it was beautiful, but yeah, it's powerful. Who stuff. was it? Andy Warhol said his favorite drug was sugar. Did he? I think he did. Oh, well, he was he... onto something long before oh, yeah. everybody else was. Yeah, yeah. So he knew that you're getting sugar highs in yeah, life. Yeah, I think he probably lived on what white bread and sugar sandwiches or something. I they don't used know. to. My dad used to do that. Yeah, that was a thing. Jesus. Well, it's in Taxi Driver. Remember the oh uh, with a film with Robert. Yeah. Um, Robert what's De Niro. His name? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Who's that incidental <laughs> actor? He's no good thing. I'm amazed he didn't go on to something else. Yeah, whatever happened to him? Um, yeah, there's a whole thing where his Travis Bickle, his character, that's right, yeah, yeah, eats sugar sandwiches. Oh, shit, maybe that's where it came. Maybe Just that's where the inspiration came from. Everybody. Well, was... that's frightening. Yeah, I mean, Jesus, <laughs> if that's if Travis Bickle is your inspiration. You Jesus, know, they've go they've to therapy. They've they've well for the sugar sandwiches. I mean, people started going, oh, I'm gonna have a sugar sandwich because yeah. Travis do, but. <laughs> They've te- yeah, you see they've they've teamed up again again Scorsese and De Niro. There's a new, there's a new film coming out in November. What is it? The Irishman. The Irishman. That's yeah. right. And now the, go on. Well, no, I mean, okay. What is the film that he did before with DiCaprio and uh, Jack Nicholson? What was that? DiCaprio and uh, The Departed. Was it The Departed? Was that yes. the Boston-based one? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. was it. Yeah. The Departed. Yeah. Wasn't. 
he Irish and that wasn't Jack Nicholson supposed to be an Irish guy in that? That was he was uh, he was playing a, a, a version of Whitey Bulger who got caught yes. in 2011, the oh, fa- infamous that's right, that's gangster. Right. Um, from uh, in Boston, yeah, 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 at the time. But I felt like there was a lot of Irish going on there. There was, yeah, yeah, huge. Well, there was, yeah, Whitey Bulger was, yeah, sorry, it was an Irish-based gang. Yeah, yes. the Irish immigrants kind of uh, had an Irish gang over there. So, I mean, this one, the Irishman. Yeah. So, but I just feel like mm. in in referring back to that one, like I remember my partner. We talked about that film once. My partner, who shall not be named, and um, <laughs> he's outside, poor fellow, waiting yeah, to come in. Yeah, he's just like, are you done with your podcast? <laughs> anyway, he doesn't speak like that, by the way. <laughs> he's got he's got a very good radio voice. But um, moving on quickly, I remember him saying he didn't like that depiction of of the Irish. And oh. so I kind of wonder what this is going to be like. Really? You know, Jesus. He, he felt a little... Is he trying to get offended? Is that what's going on? No, <laughs> no. Right okay. Oh, I see. I, I've opened this can of worms. Why did I even bring him into it? Shit. This no. is going to come back to haunt me. But no. anyway, what? Oh, I mean, what do you think about it? Are you looking forward to this new film? I'm just looking forward to seeing it. I'm, I've actually... It feels weird. And I think I had... Because I was involved in acting and filmmaking. And to be honest with you... Oh, this is a long story. All these these um, thoughts are going Strands, ping, 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 yeah. Ping, ping, ping. Take your time. I'm so, going to have well, some peel. <laughs> I'll just have a little peel while you get yourself. We're going to keep. We're going to keep it light, right? But <laughs> a, a good. When I was in the factory around the time that I first met you, because I was working in, yeah. in, I nearly said the place. The place in the place at the sure, time. Sure, sure, <laughs> now. Hush now. Hush, um, little girl. I was in the factory, which for those of you who don't know, is like was a. It only went for two or three years. It was like all these brilliant filmmakers that were based here in Ireland. Some that had been nominated for Oscars and stuff like that. Kirsten Sheridan and John Carney, who did Once and all these cool guys. Yeah, Yeah, Sing Street. They started this like actor studio and then there was a one year full time course and then there was a second year of that. And then it's kind of merged into something else and become Bow Street Acting Academy. But I was there for a year and Mm. just got lucky to get in there. And it was amazing, like time of like creativity and a lot of people not knowing what we were doing, including the people that organized the course and all. But that was kind of the fun of it. Like Killian Murphy and Tim Roth came in one day and did a class. And wow. Danny DeVito came in once as well. Wow. Yeah. Because they just happened to be in town that year promoting films, you know. So because of the connections that these guys had, yeah, they got yeah. them in. So it was an amazing, amazing year. And uh, there was a brilliant girl into in it who was the daughter of the world champion boxer Barry McGuigan his right. daughter Nika was on the course as well a great friend of mine with a great year and poor thing she passed away there a couple of months ago really sad yeah I remember that but um, as part of that that kind of reconnected a lot of us together so loads of the guys are still in acting I've gone off into stand-up comedy and we all got together one night in her memory and had a drink in her memory and all that stuff and one of the directors Lance Daly who's done Kisses and oh, Life's a Breeze yeah. Black Flory 7 he was one of the yeah, directors yeah. on as well and he we were all asked to type up a memory about her and um, and I actually don't know what they're doing with that. They must be doing some collage or something with it. and he sent it to me because it was me and her doing a scene yeah. And he said it was the it was such a compliment. I'm not saying it's to blow my own horn, but because I forgot, I've totally forgotten about acting. But he said it was the best scene I'd seen all year, and I oh, never wow. said it at the time, and we didn't have time to stick with it. But it really got me fired up again to kind of because I just because at that time my life had passed, I kind of stopped watching movies and kind of stopped not consciously, but I suppose the last few years all I do is study comedy and, and yeah. watch stand up specials that. After I got that email, I was like, I'm going to the cinema. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, so, and I went to see Tarantino's movie, which I thought was amazing. Did you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, Stephen. Well, just, just from... 
<laughs> just from a movie point of view, I thought it was just great because I thought in a lot of ways it was a big middle finger up to the industry, up to the Netflix generation, and because you're watching scenes and shots that were going on for way too long. No, I, you know what, I agree with you. I'm I think I think there's a lot to like about that mm, film, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, I think at the same time he completely negated everything yeah. by the final 15 minutes. Oh, holy shit. Yeah, yeah. I'll just say no more on that. But, yeah, because yeah, we can't give it away. Yeah, but I do, hell. <laughs> I do think that film works as an incredible mood piece about yeah. a place and time yes. and history. Yes, because you wouldn't say it's about anything, really, would you? Yeah, it's it's just a kind of a character study of these yeah. people. And I think those shots of Brad Pitt just driving Fucking around. hell. Unbelievable. Like the soundtrack, the light everything is just you just want to be in that world totally totally um so i do think it works i got a serious man way. crush and not that i didn't have beforehand serious man crush on brad pitt after that he's so good isn't he, he and is he so does good. nothing yeah that's why he's so good but this is the thing the two of them i think leonardo dicaprio and brad pitt they are movie stars yes in that they just exude yeah. that charisma. They yeah. have it. They have and you it. can just watch it. Yeah, absolutely. And it's great. I don't think you... See, well, again, because I haven't been to the cinema that much, but I don't think you see that that often, like of that level. I don't know. I could be no, wrong. No, I, I agree with you. There is something really like all the the cliches it's all a list it's all yes. red carpet like it's yeah. big and those guys yeah. just have it in spades yeah yeah i love it yeah um, there's a reason leonardo dicaprio gets those kinds of roles too totally with like spielberg and um you all the know, top directors yeah because he, he carries films yeah he really yeah. does and they're total opposite in in, in the way that you uh, would say that uh, brad pitt does nothing and you'd watch him yeah. I find DiCaprio the opposite. He's always doing stuff, but yeah, he's still yeah. fascinating. Yeah, it's, it's fascinating. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you just get into it. But yeah. Um, yeah, no, we're not so far off on our opinion of that film. I think we'd find a lot of common I just ground. Fa- I was just sitting in it watching going, fuck me, I'm a kid again in the cinema. Yeah. I'm watching cinema here. Yeah, yeah. And the, like, you don't get that feeling that often anymore, you know? I know, uh, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, guess I was eating you. popcorn going, I went to see it twice, like, just because. I, wow. I, I, well, just because it gave me that, it, it was yeah, that feeling. Yeah. We saw it in Portugal uh, when we were on holidays, and then we went, and I went to see it again in the lighthouse because they were um, projecting it. Mm. Uh, so I was like, oh, projecting on 30 mil. So I was like, oh, I've got to go yeah, see that. Yeah, you want to see, see that. Because that's the way it was shot, you know? Um, yeah. So, um, it's oh. a rare enough thing to see that these days. Yeah. yeah. So the Irishman, the Scorsese one, it looks like it's coming out in November and four weeks later they're releasing it on Netflix. So they're... Wow, fast turnaround. It's it's, it's the way that it's gone, but I think it still encourages people to go and go see it in the cinema in yeah. that way because it's probably still shot in film as well. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. I used to go to the cinema all the time. I mean, I didn't care what I saw. I just loved being in that space. Uh-huh. And now it's it's amazing. Like my life is a completely different thing. When yeah. I go to the cinema, I, I have to. I'm very conscious about it. Yes. Like what I want to go see. Yes. Uh, is that and because I, there's? It, mu- it must be because there's too much choice. And back in the day when a movie came out, it was an event. Yeah. And therefore, the standard role was was always higher because you know. Not everybody was working on a million films all the time. Well, that's exactly it, I think. And it's also about access. You know, you Mm. just didn't have access to the films like you do now. I mean, you can watch them on your phone. I mean, not my phone. But, um, (laughs) you know, on other people's phones. I look over their shoulders on the bus. (laughs) bus. It's cool. Some of them have become friends. Some have taken out restraining orders. (laughs) It's neither here nor there. But, um, yeah, I just think it's also available now. But there are things I want to go see, like, I mean... 
even the Joker. Oh, I'm really I'm, excited to see I'm that. I'm really curious yeah. to see what they're going to do with that. Yes, yeah, uh, yeah. And I know that's like a big movie, but sometimes you just want big movies. Totally. And yeah, it's won so many awards. I'm a big fan of Joaquin Phoenix as an actor. Oh, yeah. Um, I think he's a bit of a lula sometimes off the stage, but he had such a weird. Up, I was I was reading up on his background and like, Whoa. oh, the family, the family. Where yeah. he was in a, basically in a cult, like growing up, is like, yeah, yeah they were. God I mean, it was bless. it's all a bunch of it's a bunch of strangeness, but you know, there's some genius in that family. Totally, no doubt. absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Him, his performance in Paul Thomas Anderson, another great filmmaker. Yeah, Paul Thomas Anderson's The Master, with him and Philip Seymour Hoffman. I love that film. It's like, I think it is my favorite film. Yeah, I think it's, I that wa- film is mind-boggling. Ah. It is, It is. they're both, the two of them in yeah. it is just, it's too much. It makes your brain melt. Um, I remember, because it, it was There Will Be Blood was the, the previous Paul Thomas Anderson film from that, and that was amazing. And I remember going, oh, it's the next Paul Thomas Anderson film, I want to see The Master. I, so excited to go see his next movie. Yeah. And thinking... Uh, when the first time I left the cinema, I was like, I don't know, I don't know what I think of that. Yeah, yeah. And I had to go see it again, and I haven't stopped watching it since. I know because there's so many layers. It there's just so sucks many layers. You in. Yeah, there totally. are amazing things in that film. But I, th- yeah, I mean, well, suddenly, welcome to the film. I know we're podcast. on the film podcast. We got to God. We were supposed to be talking about our holidays. Well, this is part of the format now. We're gonna have to come back and do film. But anyway, yeah, yeah. yeah. There you go. Um, I mean, I could talk about Paul Thomas Anderson all day. I just think he's a genius. I I uh, really uh, like. Everything about him, him as a person, yeah. the way he talks about movies. I love that he's married to. Uh, yeah, a, co- a comedian, Maya basically. Yeah, yeah, comedic actor. Yeah. yeah, she's amazing. She is amazing. Her and Bridesmaids. I watched Bridesmaids again recently. Oh, God. Uh, what a movie. <laughs> I just Kirsten Wig, the lemonade. She gets the lemonade in the car. Damn, that is fresh. Yeah, yes. And yeah, she yeah. hates the lemonade, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but she loves the lemonade. And then after that, she's on that bloody horse as well, oh, going up to the house. God. And that scene where she kicks off in the back garden eating the cookies. Uh, ah, Eat your fucking cookie. Yeah, that that whole film. Yeah. And then, so what's Paul Thomas Anderson's wife's name? Maya Rudolph. Maya, Ru- Maya Rudolph. So yeah. when she screams back at her, like, I, she does bleach her asshole, and guess what? <laughs> I bleach my asshole too, and I love my bleached asshole. <laughs> you were like, I have so much to relate to in this scene. You're like, oh my god, it's like Maya Rudolph is me. Uh, <gasps> I, I was just, I was totally there, like, women bleach their assholes. Is that no a idea. thing? Oh, believe I don't me. Know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, we were, uh, yeah, I were, there's a waxing studio upstairs from us, and all day long you just see people going in. They're Crip, not coming yeah. in to get coffee. You know which way they're yeah, going. It's they're like, mm. coming out on crutches. It's, uh, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's tall. Yeah, like, oh, I know Jesus. the stuff that women go through. Yeah, like, what are you talking about? Like, I'd say a good 40% of their clientele are men. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you yeah. got to keep the manscaping. I did. Was it, it was, it, was it my girlfriend taught me this story? I think it was. Shout out if somebody taught me this as, uh, on Instagram. Uh, send me a message if it was somebody else told me. I think it's my girlfriend told me the story of of a friend who was a beautician who was doing it on a male <laughs> and, and ripped the sack open. No, no, you didn't. No, and I was like, "Holy fuck!" I no. can't remember who it was. I was like, "What happened? What did what did the person like?" Well, the guy was obviously really fucking <laughs> angry, um, but all she could say was, "Yeah, well, sometimes that happens." Sometimes that happens. I mean, that's like a thing. How you need can to you sign a your scrotum open. You had to sign a waiver. You, yeah, you do. You do. Yeah. That's like that's no, not right. I mean, you, how do you? You need to be forewarned. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm like shoving so much peel in my face. My yeah. mouth is full as I'm talking. But I'm yeah, sorry. it's like oh, uh, it's yeah. You definitely have to get Speaking a warning of about peel, that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. 
Jenna Logan, ladies and gentlemen. So the holidays. Let's go. Anyway. So you were in the south of France. You what was the story was Italy first. Yes, and then south drive of France. to France. Where in Italy so did you fly into? We flew into Milan. Milan. And I didn't know. I've never flown into Milan. I didn't know that the airport we were flying into was an hour outside the city. Oh, that, well, let me guess. Ryanair. No. Oh, really? It wasn't. It was oh. Aer Lingus. Oh. It was. Yeah. So uh, we flew in, and the reason we did it this way is because Manus. Oh, bleep his name. Ah. Oh, bleep. <laughs> sorry, bleep. sorry, bleep. Hold on, can I mark? I, th- I think there is a way of marking that. I don't know. Anyway, sorry about that. It doesn't matter. Okay, sorry let's about- move on. We'll um, just call him M-Dog. <laughs> M-Dog. Um, yes, the partner, uh, he said... Would you not call him your lover? Because partner's like, Ugh. he's not a business... <laughs> God, get Are off. you in business together? <laughs> get yeah. Off. Don't say Ew. My, <laughs> my love. Ew. Get that is so nasty. Yeah. I am. If he, if I thought of him that way, I'd have to break up with him. I would just be like, gross. Anyway. Romance is dead. Oh, he hell. said, he stupidly said to me earlier in the year, I really like a train ride. And I was like, I'll give you a train ride. So. <laughs> I planned this whole thing. I know that sounded dirty. I didn't mean it too. It wasn't the time. And I punched my fist in the air as well. That was awful. Anyway, sorry. That's not what I meant. So I decided we'll fly into Milan and then we'll take the train down the Italian coast to this town called Alasio. Yeah, we're never doing that again. So the flight to Milan was at 7 a.m. We arrived at our destination at 6 p.m. that night. Like (laughs) There were so many trains. Oh, dear. Did you change all the trains? Yeah, we had to change trains. There were buses. There were trains. There was this. There was that. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Is it far down the coast or? Um, How far was it? I suppose from by the time we got got to genoa i think it was about an hour and genoa. a half okay. outside genoa okay yeah, anyway yeah right. on the way to france right but it's fine we got there in the end um and it was beautiful like alasio is a lovely turn of the century resort town uh-huh. there's lots of english who have lived there they've built villas it's that kind of place okay and um now here's the problem we had a great time i like italy I don't know if the Italians like me so much but that's <laughs> fine i can live with that in my ignorance and um <laughs> The water was great. We swam. There was this. There was that. I don't understand about the food in this part of Italy. I can't ah. get it right. It was terrible food. Really? And the last time we were in this part of Italy, it was terrible food. Interesting. I, don't, I wonder what it is. I, it's me. I know it's me. I'm not blaming the Italians. <laughs> I think there's something about me that makes me look at a restaurant and go, this looks decent. And then I go and it's like, this is not decent. So you, you're liking, so yeah, you got to know what to look for and yeah. what you think might be decent. I don't so know. So is it the decor that or something or? I know. I mean, I know. Don't go fancy. You know, yeah. look, does it look kind of like a shithole? Maybe you should eat there. But yeah, unfortunately, yeah. it's usually a shithole. So <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I can't quite figure it out. And do you look at the menu before you get in and oh, kind yeah. of suss it? Right? I mean, okay. I look at the menu. Yeah. The, another problem is partner can't really fish. This area loves yeah. Yeah. everything tentacly and you know oh, claw-y. Love i love that too i was literally is it easy to get squid around here to make calamari i was wondering in dublin. around here yeah as in dublin <laughs> yeah dublin yeah but you don't <laughs> around see, my apartment not really it's just no. na- 
<laughs> but there's yeah, I have to do tapas at the weekend. We'll go into that later. But um, well, I don't have to do. Well, we're all we're doing tapas for a family meal. Oh right. And everyone's doing one thing. I was like, I'll do calamari. Fucking God, that seems really ambitious. It's not. That's why I know how to do. I've done it before. It's okay. easy. All you have to do is make sure that squid leg is clean. <laughs> slice it up. That's how you get the rings out of it. Do you have Just, to bleach its asshole? No. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I don't. I wouldn't know where to find the asshole Jenna, on a squid. I don't. Yeah. I, that's like Jenna, be absolute dirt. So twenty minutes in on the new cup podcast, back she goes. I've got some shit to get rid of here. I've got some horniness to get out or something. No, that <laughs> horniness, bleaching I I mean, assholes. Yeah, I that's my game. I didn't mean horny. I don't know <laughs> what, what I meant. Oh, you've had a long day in work. That's what it is. And you're like, I need to be day. inappropriate. <laughs> For five minutes, can I not be in a? <laughs> well, no, wait, I feel like you're inappropriate all the time. I, yeah, is this absolutely. A double standard? Yes, totally. All I'm right, well, as long as we know what it is, that's fine. But anyway, so no, to, like I'm not not to do the deep fried calamari because you can do the fresh one without the batter on yeah. as well. It's just pan fried, flash in the pan, some okay. nice seasoning, a bit of um, what do they use for the acidity? I think just lemon, 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 yeah. some some parsley, basil, maybe or sure. something like that. Boom, there you go. Okay. Anyway, just because it's easy. Well, you can get it at the old, you know, F and B. I knew you were going to say that. Yeah, well, and I mean, not Facebook. Yeah, get it on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, call shout out. Anybody got calamari? Yeah, can... I'll probably get ripped off. But anyway, just yeah. it's, I only have to do one, like because loads of people are bringing dishes. So anyway. oh, it's fine. So he doesn't eat any of the fish stuff. No, so it's difficult to get him fed, and then the he's one... a lot of allergies, doesn't he? Poor yeah, he does. Yeah. He does. Um, but when we did, we found one place the last night. I weirdly had eaten lunch there on my own just because, you know, sometimes people want to have a siesta and sometimes people want to continue eating. Yes. So I went to continue eating and uh, I ate there and it wasn't great, but I felt like it had potential. Uh So I thought this is where we're going to have dinner tonight. I booked a table for that evening when I showed up later with a partner in tow, the owner who was just kind of... Shall we just say a large gentleman uh, with bad skin who uh, was very sweaty? Yes. He practically bon, fell bon, over himself to greet us. Oh, God. Yeah. I mean, he was just like, oh, hello. Because like, you I'm, came back? Yeah, because I came back, but I booked that's a never table. A good, that's he never knew a good I was sign. Coming back. <laughs> He's I know. excited to see a customer. <laughs> I know. I was a bit like, what's going on? And man, I said, oh, damn it, bleep. <laughs> 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 Shit, sorry. Anyway, partner says, are you sure you just had lunch here? He seems very happy to see you. And I was like, I don't even know how to take that. Anyway, <laughs> this guy was, yeah, he was Jeez, delighted. Jeez, dog. That's, that's terrible. I know, that's yeah. not right. But anyway. So then, oh, then straight away, it's a sulky meal. That's for sure. No, no, no. It was fine. It was fine. He ordered some kind of steak thing and wine, but it was pretty horrible, I have to say. Uh-huh. Yeah, they love their salt there. Steak thing and wine. I know. Mm, anyway. Yeah. It, we moved on. We got to France. We got the family, the reunion, the house, the pool, Lovely. all of it. So you're all in the one house? Yeah. Okay. And it was great. It was fantastic. Yes. Yeah, they're We really... did the same thing and I, I, I didn't know how I was going to feel about it and yeah. I loved it. It's, it's great. So much fun. It is so it's much like fun. It's like being a kid again. Yeah, yeah. And being at everyone's summer camp or something. Relaxed. Yeah, no one gives a fuck. Yeah, they don't. Everyone yeah. does their own thing. Yeah. And it's like, I'm going to lie by the pool all day. Okay, yeah. I'm going out. Bye. You don't even have to say it. Yeah, that's the thing. <sighs> I know. I loved it. Yeah, so anyway, and then we just had a week of walking around, looking at stuff. So what part of, of France was this? Uh, it's down by Saint-Tropez. And you've been before, haven't oh, you? Oh, yeah, we yeah. have, yeah. yeah. So his family had never been there before. Right. So it was uh, the two of us had been there just on our own in the past and then the whole family came down it was just great amazing yeah how many of you 11 when we were all there all adults 
Uh, well, yes, we were all adults. There so, were no children. Like the youngest yeah. people were in their twenties. His niece and ah, nephew. Ah, right. So you, know, so you can all like have a booze oh, up yeah. and all that stuff. Oh, God. Sounds amazing. There's lots of rosé. Was there? <laughs> oh, oh, mother! Drunk holiday late night yeah. conversations. Ah, oh, nothing better. Oh God! There was one night with his sister. We were up until two a.m. I don't even know what we talked about, but it was intense. Really? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was just like, oh yeah. There was like real bonding, but at the same time, I'm not quite sure what we bonded over. Doesn't matter. There's something about like because we we both talked about it a, a few times about like not getting drunk that much or not drinking a huge amount, but there is something about the odd time having a drunken late night conversation that is just like it's so good. Oh, it well, is. Well, because when you're stuck into it, just like yeah, yeah, you're right, I'm right, this is great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you're like, we don't have to get up in the morning. Yeah, there's no work. No work. Like, no it's stress. All us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was. Oh, it's fantastic. So, but. You got a house too with her family. We got a house for for the. We were in three houses over three weeks. Wow. But um, we were in Lisbon for one week. Then we all went down with. So we it was a uh, her cousins weren't in this particular house, so they left the apartment for us, which was great. Yeah, important for us to have our own space with our daughter and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, so that worked out fantastic. Um, and then we all went down with her family to the Algarve and had a big house that was I don't know how many bedrooms actually it was probably only three or four but it was huge yeah yeah huge house and it was gorgeous and the the beach we went on the first day was amazing mm. you had to walk across water to get onto the beach kind of <gasps> thing so go down the side of this mountain walk across the water my daughter was loving it like she's just on my shoulders and I'm up to my waist in water and you're going across to the beach and then we played loads of me and Ina's sister played uh, loads of racquetball which I'd never oh, really played yeah. before and um, which I love so 156 was our record this Woo! summer we got to keep it up 156 times um, and then that evening you have to wait for the tide to go in and out for when you can go back and stuff like that so then we walked back through the water again and that evening we had the best meal so that was our first day in the holidays best meal I'd, uh, I'd had in ages there's a big queue for it so you go up to the top of this hill and it was like a village out of uh, Cinema Paradiso or something like yeah, that you know yeah. quite sparse there was a church top of the hill you know it's hot uh white buildings and and a couple of yeah just a, and a oh. guy a guy selling statues and stuff like that that he'd made or hand carved out as well and there was a queue for this seafood place and it was so good they had um when you sit down they just get white paper out and they just yeah. a big roll of white paper and they just cut it at the end and that covers the whole table and they just they fire down the bread they fire down some cheese that you mm. it's cheese that you just crack open and it's a sheep's cheese really strong and funky and you just dip the cheese the bread into the middle oh, of it God. and it's melty kind of yeah, and yeah. then we had loads of fresh uh, shrimp prawns we had um uh, a mejuage which is cockles loads oh, loads yeah. of them uh, and what else did we have we had this chorizo that was cooked on a barbecue as well and ah oh, it was just amazing God. drinking beer and you're like you're, you're covered in sand and salt as well because you've been yeah, in the sea yeah, all yeah. day ah oh, it was just divine it I was know. amazing um, so it was it was on like there's nothing genuinely nothing to complain like I had the best time it's the, it's the best holiday I've had in pff, a long time That's I remember great. when I when I was 30 I went on my own to Argentina um, to do a bit, and I traveled more outside of Buenos Aires and checked out bit, different bits and pieces. And I had a moment in a hostel in uh, Patagonia with all these kids were partying. They were over from Israel because they had all just finished their time in the army. So they all go to Argentina apparently and they all mm. go get off their heads. And 
it was quite traumatic actually. I was talking to a few of them, like they're not right in the head after it. You know what I mean? It's like it's not a nice because they've all just finished their um not not prescription <laughs> no. conscription time. Yeah, yeah. To, uh, their two years in the army. So some of them have just been working in an office, but some of them have seen shit that they, they don't want to be seen, and they're only kids, you know. Yeah. Um, wow. But um, anyway, I remember that time in the hospital, hostel, thinking to myself fuck this, I don't want to do this on my own again, you know? So here we are three years later and I've gone been on holidays with uh, my in-law family and my kids and all that. Um, so honestly, it was, the, it was the best holiday I had ever. Oh. Got to spend so much time with my daughter. She, she's not swimming, but she, you know, jumps into pools when we're not looking with oh, her, yeah, yeah, with her you armbands on. Yeah, 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 you gotta be like, uh, yeah. all right. Uh, like little things, like you find starfish there in the sea, you know, so she gets to hold that and, Ah, oh, it was it was fantastic. Oh, that's we, so nice. That was amazing. Oh, we had one stressful incident that is like it was it's the most ridiculous incident. In the apartment we had we got locked out of a room, right? It sounds stupid. In the first apartment that we were in, right? We're I was sitting in the sitting room watching TV. The girls were out the back and next thing I hear the biggest bang ever and I was like you know, me going, I told you to close the doors. You're letting a draft <laughs> through, blah, blah, blah. And then it was quite a loud bang. And it was the bedroom that my daughter was staying in. And I went to open the door and it would not open. I was like, oh, thank God she wasn't in there because I can't open this door. My girlfriend comes, can't open this door. And all of our luggage is in that room. Oh. All of our clothes is in that room. And we can't open this door. And there's glass on the top of the door, like a window to go through. I'm like, am I going to have to break this glass or what yeah. am I going to have to do? Blah, blah. Like, and, I was, and of course, the stressful kind of like... Uh, I told you to close the doors. There's draft coming through. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> we had to get the woman who I don't know what they what there's a Portuguese name for, it, but she's she's the she's the boss of the building. So you have to call her. Oh, you like know? a super. Yeah. Yeah. And she so she lives there and everything goes wrong. She's got tools and all that. Blah, blah. Yeah. So we had to call her cousins, go, how do we get in contact with this woman? The woman comes up, woman in her sixties or something like that, and I'm like stressed trying to open this. I can't figure out how to open this door. You know, it's not our house, blah, 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 blah. And I say to my girlfriend, we, we need a ladder. We're going to ask her for a ladder because I'm going to try and climb up. We're on the first floor. Go down onto the street, put the ladder against the wall and the window's open in the bedroom. So I'll be able to climb up and see. Because we think what's happened is there's a key on the other side of the door. There's a, right. Sorry, there was a key on our side of the door. But maybe it's caught on the other side or maybe if I can yeah. just pull it, the handle from the other side. So she, they go to get a ladder and she comes back with a fucking step ladder that you would change a light bulb with. Oh, I know. No. So I'm stressed at this point, half an hour trying to open this door and she come walks in with this tiny step ladder. I was like, how the fuck am I going to get into the window from the ground floor? Don't shout. Don't be like that. I didn't know that's what you meant. And blah, blah, blah. Right. <laughs> And then the woman comes down with a bloody crowbar as well. <laughs> she goes, try with that. I was like, I'm not going to use a crowbar. I'm going to break the bloody oh door. And then God. I was using the crowbar from the bottom to see if I could lift it off its hinges and push it. It would not open. So then I spend what well, probably took an hour long process with a butter knife <laughs> taking, right, <laughs> taking the silicone oh. off the glass, oh, peeling it off no. and popping it, popping it out so that I can get through and climb through and get our clothes, oh, right? no. So I'm climbing through, getting our clothes, um, passing them out and all that kind of stuff. Because you I, can't open the door can't from the other door. Can't, yeah, when I get into the bedroom, there's no opening this door. And I was trying to turn the key so much, the key breaks. So I was like, well, that's <gasps> fucked anyway. So um, the key was broken as well. So then we're going to have to cut them a new key, blah, 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 blah. Uh, and I have to climb through. Like it was, it was actually dangerous to do because the, the window of the door is at shoulder level. 
So yeah. you have to get up that high and then go through this little tiny hole. I'm not passing my daughter through because she she'll like freak out and she won't be able to come back or right, she can't right. pass because she's only two. Like, uh, yeah, she's no good at that yeah, age. No, no, she can't. You yeah. gotta get a few more years <laughs> yeah. on him before they can. So do anything. I have to climb through this thing and pass everything through, and then I come back. At this stage, it's getting late. You know, uh, we can't. I'm stressed. I have to take glass out. How are we going to get the tools to fix this tomorrow? Blah blah. blah. It's not our house. The girls are having a shower. You know, it's time for her bedtime. How yeah. are, we, are we going to put her to bed in there through the bloody window? I don't think so. Where is she going to sleep? Blah, 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 blah. And um, while they're having a shower, I'm in the hallway just kind of trying to calm down a bit. And I see that there's a dish in the hallway with um, some like screws and bits and pieces and, and a key there. And, I, and it was, it's the same type of key as the one from the broken door. But I take the key from the broken door and put them up next to each other and they're not the same at all. They're completely different. So I was like, oh, so this is a spare key for one of the other do- doors. But I put it into the door anyway. Yeah. Turn it. The door opens. <gasps> <laughs> and I'm like, Ines, what the fuck is going on here? Like, so Because it doesn't logically even make sense as to how the door locked in the first place if the wrong key was in the hole. Um, and why would the wrong key be in the hole? I don't know. Yeah, but that that was the one I was trying to clean all the time, close all the time. But it wasn't even that the door was just jammed shut because of the wind. The lock, the bar, it had been locked. Yeah, yeah. So the bang happened so hard that it popped the lock and the lock closed it through. But then the key, the wrong key was in the door. So you wouldn't have known that. Yeah. We didn't have to take out the glass or anything. Oh my God, Stephen. So that was the only... Shitty. Well, I think that's all you get. Well, like, so that, you there get was a, that one. I brought Ines out for her birthday dinner, actually, to this one place that does amazing seafood. Mm. It's like four... It's, it should be half an hour drive from, from Lisbon. We had the babysitter done and all that stuff. In she <laughs> takes bloody wrong turns. It ends up being an hour and a half trip. Oh, Didn't no. need, need to... And I'm like, how do you, like, this is where she's from. I was like, how do you not know when to get this bloody, get caught in traffic, going the wrong way, blah, 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 blah. We get there. It's closed for the month of August. Yes, it is. <laughs> and that is a holiday. So those are the oh. two, those two, those two things were things that happened. But other than that, genuinely, yeah, can, yeah. if that's the height of your stress, do you know what yeah. I mean? Well, then it's not a bad holiday. Actually, that's pretty high. <laughs> like that whole thing with the window, I was in it. I was the window was, was tra- and then like, because I was like, we're going to have to go. And because they were going to come back in two days. And I was like, oh, we've got to fit this thing back in. Where are we going to get a silicone gun to put it back in and blah, 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 blah. And her dad was just there like, uh, oh, don't worry. Don't worry about the silicone. Just put the wood strips on top of the glass. It won't shake. I was like, it will, it will. But actually it didn't. So we didn't have to put any silicone in. And I was an easy job to put it back okay, together all right so put all the glass in fine wow. no problem but like i literally took the door apart just as well if i wasn't a carpenter i wouldn't have been able to do you know yeah, i don't think yeah. anyone else would have thought that way but i knew how to cut it out properly and right. fit it all back and, and why was, are you a carpenter i did a carpentry but that's what i did when i what i i didn't finish school i dropped out and i did a carpentry apprenticeship i didn't know that <laughs> I thought you joined a band. I don't know what. No, I did going join. On. I did join a band years later, but yeah, but I wasn't making money doing that. Yeah, the band carpenter guy. But, yeah. um, wow. Okay. So there you go. That but was these gonna... these are the stories people want to hear because they don't want to hear like, oh, we had a great time and swam and ate. Yeah. They want to hear what went wrong. Yeah, that yeah. was fucking. So, I never forget yeah. that. And that sixty year old woman brought in that step ladder. I nearly threw. <laughs> threw her through <laughs> the fucking window <laughs> i was like and she was all like oh and low and i was like shut the fuck up you know <laughs> i was fuming inside absolutely fuming and uh, then of course she get don't be like that <laughs> but oh, just as however well, i yeah, want to be lady i'll just however just as well because if my daughter was in there i would have had to smash the window straight away because you can't have her screaming on her own and the other side yeah you know? yeah so thank god she wasn't in there you know oh, but um 
Yeah. Oh, Man, that was very stressful. That, that was. That seemed. <laughs> yeah. I'm suddenly and, I'm re, uh, rethinking my own holiday and like incorporating that into it. And like, yeah, I had a stressful holiday too. That was that was the only major one. Wow. And, um, but <laughs> yeah, other than that, I could genuinely couldn't complain. The beaches were great, and yeah. you know, sand. How, how did you find coming back? Did you get good weather? We did. We had one day where shit got positively Irish. Like, oh. it was crazy. <laughs> right. There was one day in France where literally, the, like, the clouds lowered and you couldn't... Like, we had this amazing view across the Bay of Saint-Tropez. We could see Saint-Tropez. Oh, it was a beautiful. picture postcard. Beautiful. And then this one day, everything just, like, settled in. <laughs> and there was... You couldn't see across the bay. Oh, it was, wow. It was foggy. It was raining. It oh. was windy. However, it was one day. Yeah. And, you know, we all just kind of napped and read. Yeah. And then next day Eight. it was sunny. Yeah. And we got up and we went about our business. Amazing. So it was yeah. fine. Uh, yeah. So the weather was great. Yeah. It was astonishingly good. Because yeah. the week that we came back was, I think, the week you left. Because we came back to Ireland on the 7th. You, you went on the 14th or something? No, you came no, back. No, we, we left on the 4th. Okay, yeah. On yeah. the 4th, yeah. So the week of the 7th that we came back, it was a grey week. And yeah. we hadn't got we hadn't had a cloud in three weeks. Oh, wow. <laughs> it, was, it was so hard. And, and the thing is, when, when we're, we, we don't do anything at all extravagant over there. All we yeah. do is go to the beach. We're not spending money. Yeah, we're not yeah. like, all we do is go to the beach. But the change in mood... Just because of sun and the I three, know, of, even, I and I was the first one to say because like Enish is from Portugal, so she'd be you know you know it's tougher to, for her to live in a different country you know. But yeah. I was the one first of all going oh fuck this place you know yeah yeah it was like we had a grey week and we were all just looking at each other going oh Jesus I know but, um, it's just so easy to be in that weather yeah. like you just feel like yourself ah. and just it really clears away any kind of darkness in your brain it really does and you're just like this is great life is good and you. You feel a real contentment totally you know? laid um, back nobody's yeah. nobody's trying to do anything fast in that weather yeah They're yeah just like yeah whatever. exactly chill out i loved it yeah so we came back actually our flight back was on a sunday uh some of them some of the family had to come back early but there were about six or seven of us on this flight uh we were all on the same flight and uh we land in dublin and i'll be damned raining pissing no. down cats and dogs uh. and it's like i'm i'm the idiot in sandals you know like yeah. my toes <laughs> wishful, are wet wishful thinking <laughs> yeah oh it was so depressing and did everyone back. all those six and seven people have to go to work the next day uh some um, some did i didn't actually yeah. i didn't thank I, god i scheduled it so i wouldn't have to but anyway yeah some of them did i know it's just the pits coming back it really really is it's I will say about Ireland, I had to do a job in Kerry last week, which mm. was um, getting back to anal bleaching. It's on the ring of Kerry. <laughs> <laughs> Fire. <laughs> I had curry um, for dinner. Sorry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but it, the views were absolutely... Now, it was windy, but the sun was actually out that yeah, day that I was working yeah. there. Oh, it's oh, amazing. Oh, well, Kerry's amazing. Amazing. Like, Kerry is beautiful. I've only been beautiful down there beaches. once. Beautiful yeah. beaches. Yeah, and I just... I couldn't get over Mountains how stunning of the sea, it was. Yeah, Ugh. yeah no. And it's so green. So, yeah, Ireland, when it's got the sun out, is pretty fucking It, it is great, yeah, yeah, but it's not South France, man. It's just not. <laughs> it's not. I'm sorry. It's not the oh, God. Anyway, we'll have holidays in the future. It's okay. Got anything booked? Anything coming up? No, that's a good, that's a good, well, I'm going to London, it's kind of more, more work, yeah. which I'm, I'm looking forward to going back to London and seeing friends and eating in good places again and yeah. all, that, all the places that I worked in and stuff, but um, no, we're probably, 
We're looking at going to Portugal because Enid hasn't spent Christmas at home in a couple of years now. Oh. Um, but the flights are ridiculous to be there for Christmas. So we've generally kind of just gone in January for a couple of days. Yeah. Because you can't just justify. I know. Well, especially the three of us as well, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, now that now that you're buying for three. Buying for three. That's mm. for sure. Um, do you know my dad? Did I tell you the story about my dad? Uh, he got tickets to... Croke Park it was the All-Ireland Hurling semi-final there a couple of months ago yeah and did I tell you this I feel like this was mentioned yeah that we we basically walked up and he, he was like oh I got tickets to blah blah bring Frankie it'd be an amazing experience for her and I was like yeah let's go and I had a feeling in my head I was like I bet you he's got two tickets and he thinks that's enough and sure enough <gasps> we walked up to the door and he was like uh, and they were premium level as well it wasn't just yeah. you know walk in it was like the nice level and uh, I said if you got three tickets like no we don't need three tickets I'm like I'm fucking telling you oh, you do no. he wouldn't listen to me he wouldn't listen to me fathers and never listen he wouldn't and he went up to the gate and he's like have you got a ticket for the little one he's like no and we had a buggy and all and uh I was like, do you need a ticket, sir? To the other, he was like, yeah. And I was like, see? <laughs> Dad. Uh, I'm, I'm like, I, I, I said to him, look, listen, I've been buying shit for her since she's born. I think I know. <laughs> if it, You have to buy her a train ticket. You have to buy everything. Yeah, you have to buy yeah, her a yeah. fucking ticket. Of course you do. But actually, very kindly, he, uh, the guy came back. He said uh, he'll keep an eye out for us and AIB apparently he said thanks to aib you have a ticket or whatever somebody oh. left a ticket behind anyway wow we went up to the match yeah cork scored a goal straight away in front of us my daughter got the fright of her life with eighty thousand people she was all excited she saw the pitch and all that she was like oh wow da, 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 amazing yeah as soon as that shout happened she lost her shit she oh like, no home 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 <gasps> got the fright of her life and i had to walk her home oh well good <laughs> so I'm, I'm glad that was the story because i thought you were going to talk about scores and hurling no, and i thought i no, can't no. follow you down this path Stephen. no a little bit no. as soon as you said court got the first card i was like uh-oh you're like what's go. going on i don't know what's that? Home, the game. Home, home. <laughs> I, f- I feel for your daughter yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I'd, be, I'd be right there with her but um, the, yeah and so how did you get holiday blues the week you're back oh yeah definitely yeah <laughs> Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to be back just when you've been living that kind of life of ease. Yeah. And then you have to go back to work. Have you got anything booked? Are you going to? That, no, that's a, good, that's a great tactic. It is. You have to keep keep it you interesting. Really keep yeah. Something to look forward to. Um, I'm going weirdly in February because that's when you want to go to Germany. I'm going <laughs> to Frankfurt. Okay. Uh, Beautiful for, city. For opera. Oh, I'm wow. going to go see. You're uh, so cultured. No, I'm not really. Uh, I have some friends who they are cultured. They love opera. And I've gotten into this weird thing where I love Wagner. Huh? I've re- I've just been reading a lot about Wagner. Okay. And then, again, this might be the show where people are like, is that the one where Jenna admitted that she loved Wagner? Isn't he the Nazi? <laughs> no, he's not the Nazi. Okay. He's very misunderstood. Right. Anyway, so they love Wagner, my friends. And so they're going to take me to the opera. This is very much in keeping with your DNA ancestry results. Exactly. Like, so Germanic. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so tell, who, tell us about Wagner. I'm completely ignorant. Oh, yes. Well, Richard Wagner of the 19th century uh, composer who changed the face of opera right opera initially in the 19th century get ready readers <laughs> this is about to get fascinating <laughs> opera was just considered a theater performance with musical numbers okay but he was the guy who integrated everything not only was he a musical genius but he took the idea of opera and made it about the sets, the costumes, okay. the story, the songs weren't just separate so the, things. Uh, okay, the arias they were part. Yeah, okay. the plot. The, okay, and the you. plots became very intricate and they became very, you know, he drew a lot on mythology mm. and kind of created these mythologies. Mm. 
unfortunately, his daughter-in-law, uh, Winifred Wagner, who married his son, uh, she took over the festival. There's a festival in Bayreuth in um, Germany that uh, Wagner established. Built himself a purpose-built theater there. Anyway, she uh, she came along, and by the time she was running the festival, well, she was really good friends with Hitler. Okay, and, right. Yeah, Hitler loved Wagner. Right. And things kind of got co-opted. Yeah. So, um, so he started anyway. the fun things from there on in, I presume. Yeah, I so when people hear uh, about Wagner, I mean, there is no denying that Wagner was, in fact, a bit of an anti-Semite, to put it mildly. Right. Uh, I don't know, though, if he would have been pro-Holocaust, you know? Yeah. It's just, I'm not sure. But anyway. It's hard to know. I mean, people feel the same about Michael Jackson these days, you know? So, like, that lo- he, was, love the he music. would be pro-Holocaust? No, that he lo- oh, loved the music, but hate, <laughs> hate the guy, do you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, that's so funny you should bring that up. I was thinking about that today, and should we talk about that? About Michael Jackson? Well, what do you, I mean, I'm just curious. What do you think about... You know, people playing his music, his family then gets royalties. Yeah. And his family denies any wrongdoing or they they defend him. Well, I do find that aspect of it, I do find weird that they're so um, avidly defending and coming out and making public. Yeah, because they're they're definitely looking after the estate. Yeah. Because they don't want to lose money. Um, But yeah, it's now that you put it that way, it's interesting. I haven't thought about it too much in, in depth. I, I put up on um on on the Instagram, mm, Jenna. That's on the, <laughs> the internet. Social, the social media. Yeah. On mm-hmm. Instagram there's a thing called stories, you know, where people do loads of they do short videos and oh, make yeah, portrait right. videos and all that. And you can put music on it. Okay. And one day I wasn't thinking and I just put on a Michael Jackson song over me doing something stupid or whatever that. You've got Excuse me. to be thinking, Stephen. Yeah, and some stress. <laughs> I wasn't up two minutes and someone was like, oh, controversial, sticking on Michael. I was like, I wasn't being controversial. But anyway, it's coming down. Oh, um, boy. So, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's it's definitely a, a conversation. Who else was there to think about in those terms? I can't remember. There was somebody else, but... What do well, I think even about like even on a lesser scale, like who is it? You know, Mandy Moore was married to Ryan Adams. Yeah. And he's been accused. Oh, of, really? You know, not like pedophilia or anything, but just misconduct towards women and how he's treated them. Right. But it's like, what is rock and roll? It's yeah. about mistreatment. <laughs> I yeah, mean, in a yeah. lot of ways, you yeah, know. Yeah. And w- Woody Allen, that's what I was thinking about. Oh, Woody Allen, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Jesus. So, yeah. that you know, I don't know. It's hard to... Bill Cosby, obviously, in comedy. Picasso. Pica- what did he do? Oh, he was terrible to was his he? women. Oh, really? Like, he was, he was a... I don't think he was very pleasant. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, what are you going to do? Well, that's... A, like, it's not that you're condoning it because you like their work. That's the that's the thing. Yeah, but I, I just think it's a constant get, engagement. Get, yes, yeah, yeah. You know, you're thinking about that stuff. The thing that fascinates me and uh, pisses me off... <laughs> Both fascinates and pisses off. Yeah, that's uh-huh. an interesting... What would you call that now? There should be a word for that. <laughs> I don't... Pissing off? Piss, okay, that's pissinates it. me. Pissinates. <laughs> I'm pissinated. The thing that pissinate, fascinates me um, is the amount of... It's not the football or rape allegations. It's the there was one guy, for example, uh, a guy famously called John Terry, who was at the time he was the captain of captain of the England football team. Mm. He was the captain of Chelsea. He were winning the league all the time and all that stuff. And there was another player at Chelsea called Wayne Bridge, who was also playing for England and playing for Chelsea. And it came out that John Terry had been having an affair with Wayne Bridge's wife. Okay. So as far as I know, to my knowledge, nothing ever came. But it was quite open in the public. Mm. Um, 
uh, he was asked about it in conferences after games and stuff like that and other people were talking about it as well like other players who played with him i'll never forget craig bellamy he was just another footballer was john terry was mentioned to him and he was like yeah well we all know what that guy is like so yeah what i'm not gonna say him anymore we all know what john terry's like so as in insinuating he's a scumbag basically but nothing ever came of it and there's a weird thing within the football culture that you know his career was not touched or damaged one iota but why should it be i mean we're talking about a totally different thing now okay to me what you what you're talking about is okay he had an affair with another guy's wife and and she's a consenting adult and she you know that's that's adults doing adult things and i'm talking about like you know in the case of musicians who are kind of in a position of you know power yes because they're the star yeah you know and maybe people get taken advantage of or they Uh feel like they can act in a certain way you know it's just and using yeah yeah and then yeah the the bill cosby thing is a totally different oh well i mean that guy wait do you know what the one monster one of the somebody made the point recently about another comment made the point about him he was a fucking asshole to eddie murphy for example so eddie murphy was the and richard Pryor. so they were the next when bill cosby was out he was the only black comic yeah, yeah. in and, and i think in some ways the only big black guy in showbiz at the yeah. time and then Pryor kind of came along and then and, and cosby didn't really like Pryor. Pryor yeah. was originally always trying to do what cosby did and then Pryor be, kind of stopped being this clean goofy guy and started talking about what he really wanted to talk about yeah. and then eddie murphy came along and he was he was by the you know end of the 80s he was like this huge huge star at such a young age and they just um um, eddie murphy talks about on comedians and cars uh Mm. getting coffee with jerry seinfeld he says that um bill cosby was just fucking not a nice man to him yeah and he would call him up and go "Mm, what you're doing is not good and kind of like you shouldn't be cursing you shouldn't be talking about this you shouldn't be you know it's it's beneath one to kind of you know do comedy like that is what it was all he was saying. Says the guy who's fucking yeah, raping exactly. and yeah, drugging and raping, and drugging and raping women. Yeah, it's I mean, what crazy. a hypocrite! But I mean, I just I always think people who tell you no in that manner that are saying I'm the judge, I'm the arbiter, you know, of what's to be accepted. Yes, there's always something there. They like, fucked. Uh, yeah, yeah. They're what's behind something. this? Yes, you know, it's like conservative Republicans in the it's states. It's religion as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. always about like you know, homosexuality is a sin, and yeah. this and that. Women should be this, and it's yeah. like, what are you getting what's up going to? On? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah you're yeah, probably so going into public toilets, like, yeah. and getting it with other dudes. The so. amount of the amount of stories from like from my religious background, then of, of hearing things that happened in in the church circles not necessarily my dad's churches or anything like that but in those church circles yeah. and other churches of of you know of affairs of abuse yeah. of you know all that stuff and you're the guys that are fucking preaching you're right anyone who's who's pointing anyone fingers, who's pointing fingers yeah, you're kind of gotta go how to live it's yeah. like yeah. telling you that's the big one telling you if you're telling someone how to live you gotta go what the fuck is going on there yeah exactly yeah what are you hiding good point jenna well thank you steven yeah getting yeah. serious so um, um and yeah, yeah you're right about the john terry thing yeah that's there was, mm. there was there's loads of loads of sports stars get like Neymar got um he's a big Brazilian footballer he got accused of rape and all that. And okay, well that's a different issue. Yeah, but, again, like not unfair. But yeah, but. yeah, but but th- but those things happen to footballers all the time. But then there's loads of them. You know, they're trying to get money as well. They're trying to get they blackmail them outside of court and all that. So unfortunately, there's that many footballer and rape cases that happen that you don't fucking know what to fucking believe. Well, there's so many, so many of them get like that 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 woman that came out um recently she sent this film that she had recorded she tried to catch him recording it 
and it was like it, like it was like Jesus Christ. She was told you can see the whole thing. It's a setup, and he comes in, hey, gives her a kiss, and like she's kissing him and blah blah. And all of a sudden, she starts freaking, ah, fucking starts hitting him. He's like, whoa, what the fuck's going on? Yeah, and yeah. Lost, you know what I mean? It was a, and she was blackmailing him off. I yeah, um, it's a tricky thing. I don't know. I, yeah, I I can't comment. That's on why. That. That's why when it comes to stuff, for example, the point you make about Michael Jackson is brilliant. And what did I say? But also, but what, what, what do you think about playing his songs and making money and the family denying that? And I was like, oh, fuck yeah, I never thought about that. But all of these things are actually, and you have pointed out very well as well, different, complicated, complex and all that. That yeah. Sometimes it's like, I'm just going to fucking take my daughter to feed the ducks. Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just shield her keep her innocent <laughs> I know yeah because with everything got, can like, I come with you I'd like to feel yeah, yeah, too I don't absolutely. want to think about any of this stuff God. like Bre- Brexit is mayhem at the moment although I had <laughs> to see the funniest video of the Nigel Farage video did you see that which oh I think I did but the uh, horse yeah 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 <laughs> yeah <laughs> still, that's that's one of those things that I watch over and over and over, and it still makes me laugh. It was so good. Thank you so much for everything you've done in politics and blah blah. And then this monumental incident happened. What was that monumental incident, Mark? Uh, I got kicked in the head by a horse. Okay, thank you. <laughs> but like, uh, have you been watching the House of Commons the last few days? No, I haven't. It's disgusting. I know. I it's can't. Disgusting. I can't watch it. I just yeah. it's too much. God. We got to we got oh, are we We got to keep it on the upbeat really, don't we? We got to finish this one out on a on a positive note. Okay, on a positive note. What have I got written down here? Carrie was beautiful. Carrie was beautiful. Have did you watch anything on your holidays on the Netflix or any of that kind of stuff? No, I didn't. We didn't oh. watch TV at all. At all? No, wow. at all. No, every night. You must have read a book. Oh, I read many books. Really? Oh, yeah. I read uh, two books by a woman named Lady Fortescue, who moved to Provence in the 1930s with oh her husband. Oh, my God. You're so cultured. I'm not. Fucking hell. Oh, shut they're... up, you Wagner and Lady oh, shush, blah, blah, blah. Shush, shush. <laughs> no. So Lady Fortescue, hilarious. She was the Peter Mail of her day. And uh, let's see. What was the other one? Oh, and then I read um, a historical uh, fiction about... Uh, Winifred Wagner and Hitler <laughs> positing the idea that they were lovers who had an illegitimate oh, child. Oh. It's it's a historical fiction though. This okay. did not happen. Okay, right. But it is brilliant. But they're saying if it did happen. Brilliant. Kind of thing. Oh, yeah, right, it's cool. so good. It's called Winnie and Wolf and it's by A.N. Wilson and everyone should read it because it's brilliant. So recommendation from Jenna. Winnie and Wolf. Winnie and Wolf. That's right. By Sounds like a fun children's romp. It's not. <laughs> yeah, by Ann Wilson. Ann Wilson, fantastic. Yes. My recommendation from, I, I've already given them, but uh, Netflix, all these cheap, I don't know if I was talking to you about these, these kind of tacky game showy type things. Oh my God. Is There's, it the glass blowing one? Yeah, I love that. Have you watched that? Oh we yeah. We talked about this. Blown oh, away. Yeah. We that was a whole that. Sunday. Yeah. Boom. That smashed was it all out. That was amazing. But yeah. I've watched another one called Strong. Which is uh, what happens in that? It's about all these male personal trainers pair up with women who are trying to um, be fit, lose weight, yeah. blah, blah blah, and that's the team. It's the team of pairs, uh-huh. and they all compete against each other. All the teams of pairs. It can, it can be, I swear to God. Between that show, like I, I was in tears at one point. The woman who won it at the end, and the guy, there was such leadership. The guy 
who he was a leader with it, even though everyone's competing against each other because you can if you've won your task you get to nominate it who's nominated to be kicked off and all mm-hmm, that for the, mm-hmm. oh the, so the politics that are going on in it as well but these women are driving their bodies through like hell oh. to try and be better but yet these guys yet their partners are like really encouraging them and yeah, yeah. you know there's a lot of mothers who've you know they haven't done anything like this and yet they haven't been able to because yeah, they've just yeah. been looking after kids for years mm. there's one single mother there's people get voted off and they come back uh, out of the blue all the, oh the drama oh it's, my god I must watch it it's, it's, it's called Strong it's Brilliant. so tacky the way it's done and all that but honestly the narrative of it is like I was in tears when the second uh, god, the, the two episodes oh uh, yeah that's the thing <laughs> I don't cry about sad shit but there's that and there's another one called Hyperdrive which is basically this um, <laughs> skills uh, car thing where they have to do all these weird tasks but you've kind of it's all, with all these like uh how about you call them you know car nerds basically yeah, metal yeah. or gearheads that's what they call them and uh, is it gearhead petrol heads I don't know anyway I think but that's they, actually <laughs> some kind of like drug yeah, yeah. situation <laughs> I was huffing petrol what? But, they, but they have to do all these different weird tasks on this course and all that but people are coming from all over the world yeah. like there was one guy who was a multi-millionaire so he had the best sports car you know, it was so, so fast. But because it was a sports car, it didn't mean it was able to do, it can't turn quickly, for example. Right. So then the other guy has a good Mustang that he's done up and blah, blah. There was this girl who came from Johannesburg. She's basically from the slums of Johannesburg. Yeah. Her dad is a mechanic and she's an amazing drifter. Uh-huh. So she, which is like, you know, you know, drifting is. I have no of, idea what that. I said it's like that when they like drive mm, really, drifting. They, they drive really fast and then they can turn corners, but the back of the car drifts around and it's okay. a skill to make the car drift, basically. Okay. And her dad had put together this old BMW banger thing. They go to the competition. She's taken on the likes of this multi-millionaire. Yeah, yeah. She's the most skillful driver, easily. I think she's 16 as well. What? She's amazing. Wow. And I, I haven't watched past this episode. It'll get you to this point. But because they could, didn't have protective plating for one bit of, of the water before she gets to the final task the car breaks down <gasps> and she keeps trying to keeps trying to start the car keeps trying to start the car and she gets out and she's crying and her dad and I was like oh my oh. I, I was I was watching this in Portugal I walked out to Enes and I was like I just watched the most heartbreaking <laughs> fucking thing and she's, <laughs> she's like, like what is wrong with you sake, we're on but holiday. that's just me I might just see me and my daughter like but it's just, like she's for him for her to even go to the states was yeah huge. yeah yeah you know what I mean and and oh. the reason she went was because Charlie Theron produces the show so she flew her over she knew oh, this wow. girl she, she obviously wanted to fund somebody from South Africa yeah, to come yeah. over oh Jesus the drama okay I'm, I'm getting into hyperdrive ladies and hyperdrive gentlemen hyperdrive and strong and strong and those are my two recommendations that. that was a quick hour Jenna quick hour it's good to be back it's good to be i hope i hope the readers think so too the re- i love that you're calling them the readers that's I'm, great that's my new name for them we love you readers we love you see you next time bye, What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.